Hello and welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akonyele and I am your sexual healer. The last one month, we've been working through need-meeting addiction and this is the last topic in the series. Today, I'm covering the cycle, the addiction cycle. It's important that we all understand that we have needs and that sometimes we consciously or unconsciously don't meet those needs and so we are starved of certain things. But we first have to be honest and humble enough and brave as well to acknowledge that, okay, I do have needs and my needs are unmet. When you understand that you have needs and that these needs are not met, it's easy to find how to meet them. If I'm conscious that, oh, I'm lacking in connection, I can deliberately make friends. But if I deny the need, I would look for alternative ways. And those alternative ways are usually not conscious. They might not serve me. They might be destructive. They might be addictive. Like I used the example of working really hard last week and covering up connection with sex and getting addicted to it. So how does this cycle work? This is possibly going to be the shortest episode out of this series. The cycle is simple. You have the lack. You don't acknowledge it. You pick up something to meet the need that can only meet it in the short term. And so you feel the lack again, but you also don't acknowledge it correctly. Then you try to meet the need, but you meet it with something that isn't the real need. So you keep substituting and the things you're substituting with don't give you the fullness of what you need. So you need love and connection, right? Now, when you have sex, you have oxytocin release and you have the instant connection. But hormones fade. So what's going to happen is that two hours later, you can't really remember how great the sex was. You remember the sex was great, but you don't have the afterglow. The afterglow is not still there after two hours. If it's there after two hours, it's not there after two months, except you're having sex like every single day, which will be great if you're in a committed relationship, right? So the afterglow is not there. Now you're having real-time issues like conflict. Are you unable to resolve conflict? Because first of all, you don't even know how to connect. You're not able to resolve conflict. So what happens is every time conflict comes, you walk away. You don't walk away from the relationship as a whole or you walk away from that particular scene for that day. But you keep walking and then you keep having issues start up and one of those days it blows up. And then this relationship is over. You're sad. You're heartbroken. You're yet to recover from the trauma of this relationship. You haven't confronted the trauma that brought you into the relationship. And you're possibly going to get into another one on the basis of sex again. So now we are in the cycle of unstable relationships or the cycle of working really hard and taking on jobs that drain us. Or we are in this cycle of attracting people who are only users because we are so in a hurry to connect with people that will lay down our lives for other people. We will allow them step on us. We will allow them disrespect us because we feel, well, they are here for me. We stay in relationships where we get physically beaten down, they're mentally beaten down, emotionally beaten down. But we stay there because we are in lack. And so the problem with the cycle is that the things we are even using as substitutes are not good enough to be substitutes. Sex is great, but sex will not replace a healthy relationship. Sex is great, but sex will not replace a healthy relationship. And can I say something to you that is possible to have great sex in a toxic relationship? And that is something a lot of people don't talk about. That is something a lot of people do not have the bravery to acknowledge. That, oh, okay, I'm leaving this person because he or she is verbally abusive or domestically abusive. They hit me or they talk to me rudely. This person is um, very disrespectful. They butter me emotionally. But I miss having sex with them. 
we don't have the bravery to acknowledge it. And that is something that if we don't confront, that is something that if we keep living in denial of, we will always live sad and depressed. We've had people come out of marriages, divorce their partners for valid reasons, had people break up with toxic partners, but we find that they keep going back because of how the partner used to love them, because of a particular love language the partner used to speak. Maybe the person was good at active service and they really need and love active service. And so every time they feel stranded in life, every time they need help, they mentally go back to that person. But if they had acknowledged that they had the need for service, what they would have done when they left the relationship was to begin to find people in their circle or to begin to build new circles of people who will serve them, people who will serve with them. But because we don't acknowledge the need, we substitute for the need and we always substitute in short terms. And so what we do is we pick short-term pleasure at the expense of a long-term goal. So I'm lonely at say age 24, 24. And I'm going to be alive to you, say bad as bad. No accidents, no health crises, nothing. You're possibly going to live up to like 50 something. And you think you're going to meet your need for companionship and community by having sex with strangers. How many strangers will you have sex with between 24 and 50? How many people? You think that you don't have people to connect with. Nobody wants to connect with you. You don't know how to connect with people. So you bury yourself in work and you're only 28. You bury yourself in work and you do 80 hours a week. You're not sure you want to get married, which is fine. You're not sure you want to have kids, which is fine. But the fact is you can't work 80 hours a week till you are 80. A point comes where you retire. So what happens after you retire? You're trying to use a short-term strategy to meet a long-term need. And so the cycle will keep repeating itself. You will keep falling back into the addiction for as long as you pick short-term solutions. The drink is short-term solution. The sex is short-term solution. Sex is great. Whatever you want to do is great. Work is great. Going to the gym is great. Praying is great. Whatever solution you want, those things are great in themselves. But you can become addicted to being religious. And this is something that happens with grief a lot. People lose a loved one and people start telling them stuff about being comforted. And so they don't acknowledge the depth of their grief. They just jump to the moving on part. I spoke about um, on my personal Instagram a few months back. I had done a teaching when I remembered the topic. I had done a teaching and I was saying things about how we don't, yes, the myth of denial. That was the teaching. The myth of denial on my personal Instagram. And I was saying that people deny hurts. People deny grief, thinking if they deny it long enough, the pain will go away. So what people do is they pray, but don't acknowledge the pain they're praying about. So they fill themselves with activities, for some of us, it's work. We become workaholics and we do it so religiously. You hear things like, I cannot sleep beyond 5 a.m. in the morning. Meanwhile, you slept at 2 a.m. You can't sleep well. You are constantly anxious. Even when you have nothing to do, you wake up. And that strategy works right now when you have a lot of workload on your table. That strategy works right now where you have a business. So what happens when you now have directors and executives who can handle the business and take it out of your hands? What will you do with your life when you have to retire? 
As long as you keep picking short-term strategies to meet long-term problems, you will keep going in a cycle. And finally, I'm going to conclude with pornography. The reason the pornography addiction is a thing, like every other addiction, is that when your brain releases chemical, the chemical is a drug, literally. When it releases into your brain, it's exciting. That's why some people do dangerous things, right? Because of the excitement, the adrenaline rush, the all, all the hormones running at the same time. Like, okay, if I can make it out of here alive, I'll be proud of myself. Dopamine is released. If I make it out of here alive, if I go through these dangerous things, my friends are going to respect me significant. Or if I make it out of here, even if you hurt yourself, pain, serotonin is going to come up and cover it up, right? And so there's all of this chemical running at the same time. Like you're feeling high. You're not different from the person who is on cocaine right now. You both are on different kinds of cracks. The same thing happens for pornography. You're having the sexual excitement and you're happy. But the fact is, it's going to fade. And if you take the same dose of excitement long enough, you're going to get bored. That's why people can't have the same sex style for multiple years. They become bored. The sex life becomes boring because it's the same routine. Your mind has become familiar with that dose of excitement. And so it wants more. So you take one glass of red wine and then it becomes two glasses. You take one bottle. Then you start taking two bottles. Then red wine doesn't do it for you anymore. Then you want dry gin, right? You're moving because you want more. The same thing happens with pornography. It's interesting when you want more with someone who wants more with you. When you're in a relationship and you're both pouring into each other and you're contributing, it's not as strenuous as when you're trying to pour two people into yourself, right? So what you're doing is the pornography works and then you're excited. But after three months, you're bored of watching the same level of pornography. Now you have to do something deeper. And before you know, you're watching violent things. And if you watch them long enough, your thoughts begin to echo violence. And if your thoughts begin to echo it, you receive it in your own life and you give it to other people. That is the danger of the addiction. The danger of the addiction is that you're going to become familiar with it. You're going to be familiar with being on drugs. You're going to feel like you can't live without it. You're not just going to feel like you won't be able to. You're going to have withdrawal symptoms. Some of you know that you experience withdrawal symptoms when you get away from work. When you get away from work for more than one week, when you get off your mobile phone for more than one week, you, as I said, get off your mobile phone, someone shuddered. <laughs> Some people can't stay without their mobile phones. It's an addiction. You can't stay off social media for hours. It's an addiction. And the addiction is meeting a need. So if you want to break an addiction and you're listening to me, you need to be brave enough to ask yourself, what need is the addiction meeting? Because the addiction is not trying to ruin your life. The addiction is trying, attempting to fix it. It's attempting to fix something. The last thing I'm going to say is a story I heard about an experiment with rats and then um, they had given this particular rats water that was dropped and the rats kept taking the dropped water and there was the conclusion that the rat was coming back to the dropped water because he likes to be dropped. But another scientist objected and said, you know what, let us try this experiment a different way. Let's make a rat pack, give this rat a family, give it friends, like have more rats here, right? And let's have food, healthy food. Let's have fun stuff that they can play with. And let's see. The rat went back lesser and lesser to the dropped water. Because it's not alone anymore. It's not bored. It's not sitting down there by itself having nothing to do. That it has to go and drink water. It's distracted with other things. With community. It's connected. It's not distracted actually. It's connected with community. This rat is connected. This rat is having fun. This rat is living a life. 
And so the reason you're going back to the drug water is that you don't have connection. The reason you're going back to the drug water is that you don't have certainty in your life. The reason you're going back to the drug water is that you don't have enough fun, enough variety. The reason you're going back to the drug water is that you don't have personal growth and significance going on. The reason you're going back to the drug water is that you're not contributing to other people. Your life is just your life. It's just for you. But don't also be deceived. Contribution can be a drug. You need to contribute to other people. And so you experience a trauma. I spoke about this in the trauma series. Please go listen to it. I spoke about it in the trauma series where you have not recovered from your trauma, but you're jumping to help other people. What happens is you traumatize the people you're jumping to help. Because hurting people hurt others. You will hurt them at some point. You will hurt them or you will receive in your life a worse abuse, a worse hurt. I hope this series has helped you. As usual, if you have a question, all you need to do is go to www.lisaexpress.com and ask us your questions anonymously. There's no tracker on the phone, so we're not going to have your email. No, no, no. It is what you give us that we have. And how do you know if we've answered your question? Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Search for Lisa Express Consult or better still, at Lisa Express C. And you will get an alert on our feed when we've uploaded the answer. So what we'll do is if we've uploaded the answer in a podcast, we'll just go to our feed and say, oh, this question has been answered in so, so, and so place. And then you can go there and listen to it. Or if we answer it on social media directly, you can read it on social media. Thank you so very much for staying through till the end. Oh, by the way, if you would like us to cover any specific topic, aside from the questions you have, if there's any topic you think we should look into, feel free to send it to us on social media or you can still add it into the anonymous form. All right. Thank you. Do stay healed and do live with harmony.